magic hand out. out. Stop, Stop trying, trying to, to copy, copy me, me Jody. Jody. Hey, hey, here we go. Here we go. Hey, so we're this is we're gonna we're gonna get it going again, guys. We're getting it going. <laughs> we're getting it going. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, I'm Jody, and the... I'm, I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? How about that? <laughs> How about that? Yeah. So we were talking about the How About Dad Girl. It's um Ca- cash me out cash, cash me, out, me outside. outside. I always want to say Cash Me Out Back. Go Cash How Me Out Back. That? How about that? No, it's um, the Cash Me Outside girl. She got pretty famous. She started making her own videos. The bye bitch. Hi, bye bitch. Hi, bye bitch. Bye, oh man, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah. She also got she was the one that got famous on Dr. Phil. My mom is in love with Dr. Phil. I mean, I don't know how, but she's like totally, she gets fooled by like these people that come out and go, I know everything, well, Paula. He's not she's really like, well, a doctor. Yes, do. He's not even really a doctor. He's well, just, how do you know? Have no, you he doesn't have like a degree. How do you, have you asked him? Let's look it up. Okay. Looking pause, it up. I'm looking it up pause. right now. Wait. Okay, we're, we're looking it up as we're pa- Is as we're Dr. Talking. Phil an actual doctor? I don't think he is. <laughs> is Dr. It's kind Phil. of like, all right, the... Um, the fashion thing with doctors in wearing the coats like for a while in the medical industry doctors didn't have the white coats and then they designed the white coats like a lab coat uh, he has a phd in psychology oh whatever oh, i mean i meant you know like, <laughs> like uh, a physical does, doctor nobody like, wants him to operate on oh, you oh that's dr oz See? so we're <laughs> both oprah's other we're both right no oprah's other friend is dr oz oh and the that's doctor the guy he, he's a total alien boy oh who isn't i know but he looks like spockish <laughs> Right. Yes. Um, okay. All right, guys. So we're going to talk about some topics today. Um, we're just going to pick a few. Oh, did we even time this here? Let me. Uh, we're going to start timing this. We're going to try to keep this like at fifteen minutes or so, right? Twenty. Yeah. 15 Not to too t- long. Under twenty. People get for bored. Sure. If you don't. People get If you bored. don't get into it real quick. And you know what? We. Uh, we get bored. We we don't get boring, but we. Get bored. We don't want you to get. I mean, if you're not, you just open your brain cells. Try that. Um, we want to talk about cryptocurrency. Yeah. We want to talk about. We want to talk about crypto. We want to talk about. What's his name? John McAfee. Fuck, he's rad, dude. John I mean, McAfee. Well, I mean that in a very sarcastic way. No, he's he just say he's nice because what if he's listening to this? Just oh, he don't. might he might kill us. He might find us, dude. Dude, I'm not saying anything. You're gonna go I, party with John McAfee? Maybe. If you do, I better. I want to meet no, his. I want to meet his spirit guides. Oh my god. <laughs> You yeah. want to lick his skin and see if he trips? Oh, fuck. You scare him a little bit, and then he starts excreting the... <laughs> Squeeze his glands. Oh, no. Anyway, McAfee we, re- glands. we don't want to give it away, but I'll say, if anybody has um, Netflix, watch Gringo, that documentary. Oh, yeah. It's intense. Like, I, you had no idea. And I love, after watching the documentary, it's even better now when you see him speak after seeing the documentary and knowing he's some behind the scenes balls, he's dude. rad he's yeah he's going for it he's high as a kite that got cut off of the satellite he's like Ooh, he's like the g rap. well i'll say this he's the gg allen of crypto oh god <laughs> yeah. i was like he's like i go yesterday i was yeah. like he's like a 007 on meth <laughs> he's like he's like gg allen if gg allen was 007 oh. on meth that's good right Oh yeah, Ooh. except for he doesn't throw away poop because it's too valuable. Yeah. Oh, oh. whoa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How much? Um, so he's a crypto guy. Anyway, we're we're into crypto. Josh and I. Shocking. Um, in case you don't know about us, I I do some stand up comedy. Josh is a wicked. You like that wicked drummer? Yeah. So we got a stay sound engineer, eight, dude. Stay in the seven, like eighty seven range, ninety two. Yeah. <laughs> wicked rad. Um. 
So anyway, we uh, we're creative types. I'm trying to get corporate. We wrote, uh, we wrote, if we if wrote anyone's a book. hiring and they want to talk to me about John McAfee's glands, I'm super corporate. Um, we wrote a book called You the Magician. That's kind of what this uh, podcast is loosely based off of how you create your life. You remember, you have to remind yourself several times a day that you're doing it. Nobody's doing it to you. And uh, I don't like that all the time. I know you don't. I had a hard time <laughs> about a month ago. Like I, I usually talk a pretty heavy game. Like, yeah, we're all the creator. You better go for it. Blah blah blah. And then uh, last last month or two, uh huh, dark night of the dark soul again. Oh yeah, I like watched. there's this I voice that comes in and... and it's like, you know, you would never have to pay rent again if you blew your brains out. I'm like, man, that's so true. And I was like, whoa, whoa. But Jody will still have to pay rent. I know, and then deal with cleaning up my brains. I don't want to clean up your brains. Yeah, see? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I had an uncle who already did that. and um, I had a cousin who did that. Yeah, Went so, for you it. know. Love you guys. Love, They're in the ethers floating around like that. They now, are like, okay. Well, I love yeah. them. Sending them love. Um, that's what they wanted to do, so they did. Um, so we're talking about depression. I guess we're going to talk about depression before crypto. Uh, depression... Uh, everyone goes through it. Um, sometimes my husband, who is a very outgoing, charismatic, fun dude, gets real dark. And sometimes I'm like, how long is this going to last? And then when I say something to Josh, when I say something to you sometimes, and I say, uh, well, you know, it's almost springtime. He goes, it's not seasonal. I just am admitting we're all being duped and we seem to be okay with it. I, I'm not okay with it. I agree. Yeah. I was just duped into a six-week job that I uh, had yeah. to work 12 hours a day at. And I wanted to also blow my brains and out. And blow mine out. I, yeah, I came home and I was like, <laughs> oh, now I have to deal with your shit? Oh, bonus. <laughs> I love you. I know. You, you were come... like the light in the darkness, even though you were dark. Even your dark light is light, babe. I really, That's I love you. Sweet. That is sweet. That is so sweet. I think your dark light's way shinier than mine. I, but, I, I all right, know. yeah, uh -huh. I know. Carrie, uh -huh. you drive the Sometimes boat. Sometimes when I hate everything, you help me, so it's good. Okay, so I'll just say where my brain was at was like, if you're ever playing a card game with people and you're just all of a sudden you're really tired and you're like, can I just fold and like take a couple rounds out? That's where I was at. It was like, man, it'd be nice to just fold this card mm. game right now and be like, fuck yeah. it, dude. Yeah, you don't fold and leave your wife with three cats and rent to pay. Yeah, that's... Oh, the Especially three cats are worse because the they'd be like, are... where's the other one? Meow, meow. <sighs> These cats, only one of them kind of likes me. <laughs> <laughs> that must mean our cats are pretty dark. They just want to hang out with the guy that's like having a rough time. They're like, he's having a rough time. Josh is pissed and they're all like, meow, we love you. <laughs> yeah, meow. Yeah. Well, Reggie doesn't love anyone. But yeah, she bit me in the face. Oh, yeah. and the forehead, in the center of the forehead, she just tried to puncture his skin. That'd She's like, like, I'm gonna, that'd I'm be gonna... the worst piercing to get in the middle of your forehead, just like punk. Like she a... was going for my pineal gland, dude. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> she, she can't I'll, get I'll blind, the skull. yeah, I'll blind your real life. Um, uh, yeah, so it's springtime finally here in New York City, uh, in Brooklyn, and so my husband is happy today. And today I said, wow, I, I was complaining about something. He goes, we're gonna be fine, and I was like, there he is, he's back. The we're gonna be fine guy. He's back. I missed you. Oh, I thanks. missed you. <laughs> Every, actually, it's funny. Maybe I was looking for him. Oh, good. I'm glad you found him. I, like, I don't want to hang out with the dick either. <laughs> it sucks. He's a dick. I'm like, man, I feel like a dick. It's like, yeah, you're a dick. I'm like, you get out of my head. It's like, yeah. you get out of my head. That's the guy I don't like. That guy. It's really, it's hard sometimes. We call him the emo kid. He's emo like, emo kid. I should start a band with him so I'm not mad at him. Yeah, I think you should call it Silent Lighter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the one. Okay, so sometimes when I hear a lighter, it really, that sound of flint hitting flint, it just goes, ksh, 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 and I'm like, oh, it really gets in my, my it like scratches my, weird. it scratches my chalkboard, my inner chalkboard, and Ooh. I'm like, 
So I told Josh, we need to invent a silent lighter. And then he's like, that's the band name. This no, do is it. This the this worst. Is... That's the band name. Band name, bro. Yeah. No, oh, that's the name of the song, so, baby. Uh... That's the Keith Richards book. Like everything. Anybody that's ever been in a band who's listening to this, like when you're usually in a good mood and the creative juices are flowing, like everything somebody says out of their mouth is like the song title. You know? You're like, <laughs> oh my God, that's the pr- most brilliant thing ever. That's the new song title. Sorry, I'm like kicking um, stuff. In. Yeah, you got it. There's a microphone on there. Um, so yeah, yeah, depression seems to be coming to a close. It's spring. Depression. God, that was really. But you said this, and I wanted to say that should be the name of the next song, baby, or the book. You said depression before cryptos, and I'm like, <laughs> no, that's a really good title. I was like, wow, that's good. No, it's not. Well, kind of. Whatever, Keith Richards. But, Have another. <laughs> but if you think about what the block, we can get into crypto too. What the blockchain could do revolutionary wise for the planet? It, oh. is, it is depression, but it's it is the dark ages oh, before I see, cryptocurrency. I, see, I, see. I mean it like that. The you darkness know? before the dawn. Yeah, it's always it's always the I darkness like before crypto. I like that. Um, so let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about crypto. What yeah. it does. Well, let's talk about how we'll just talk about how we got into it real quick. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. Kind of how we think it works. We and then love it. Jo- I, Jody's blockchain technology, bros. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Bros. I'd say Jody's Ew. far more knowledgeable about it than I, but I, I'm really into it and I'm really having a good time with it. No, um, you're pretty not. Okay. So five or so years ago, maybe six, a friend of ours said, "Hey, Jody, check out." this thing called Bitcoin and I was like ooh isn't that for drugs and prostitutes and Killing they said <laughs> they said well maybe but it's also uh, actually pretty cool um, but they didn't say certain things that I, I just didn't know so I was like oh I'm interested the person who told me about it is a good friend of mine Ken and I kind of trust his judgment I don't know why because <laughs> he's insane but he's really smart he's a math guy that's why you're like you're insane but you know math he's very so. smart and hilarious so I trusted him so I came home to Josh and I didn't know the way to tell Josh but uh, I said, hey, babe, there's this thing called Bitcoin, and I really think we should invest in it. And he said, mm-hmm. Money system's corrupt. They're all evil, Illuminati. Why touch any of that? No. Yeah. We didn't quite get how it worked. Yeah. And uh, so we said no. And I didn't look it up, and I was I jumped to judgment. I didn't either. I could have said, no, I'm doing it anyway. But um, so cut to uh, last year in June. Oh, so but almost, wait. We huh. did meet Alex Winter. We did, from Bill and Ted's. And he mentioned he had been working on a documentary called Deep Web, which we recommend if you're you know bored, check. You can get watch that for free on YouTube. Uh, and he mentioned Bitcoin, and I remember I was kind of grilling him like a dick and just going like, dude, what's the difference between that and a credit card? Like, you're just saying it's a digital transaction. He couldn't really explain it. He could, but we just didn't, we weren't able to grasp what it was. He, but he didn't go into the whole decentralized... I've, he might have, but I think even then those terms were just new to us, and we didn't quite know what that meant. I fully re- no, I'm aware of decentralized I too. hologram. I, I, oh, really? Yes, Jim yeah, and the holograms. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so we had been led across this and kind of like basically, uh, Josh saying he already knew everything, but then Alex didn't reignite his knowledge. Yeah, I already know everything. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, saying it, that somewhere we were supposed to already kind of know about this. I think it would just felt over our heads. We didn't really want to dive into it. And none of us trusted the, like... It, any financial it, any, system. Yeah, the financial system has been so corrupt that we were like, dude, after 2008, why invest in anything? It's just going to, like, this is all some sort of crazy illusion that we're hoping, you hoping not to get, like, burnt on somewhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think May of last year, uh, we were in D.C., and Josh said, hey, remember that um, Bitcoin thing? I, uh... 
And I go, what? What about it? And he goes, I go, what's it at right now? And he goes, $1,300 or $1,600. I was like, a Bitcoin? Don't, it was 13 on the bus. Oh my going God. Down. So then over that weekend, it kept going up and up. And I opened an account and I bought some immediately. Um, that day or the next, that day or the next day. That I was day there and to the do, next day. <laughs> I was there to do some comedy. And um, on the way to the gig, uh, I just got on my phone, opened a Coinbase account. And voila, we had like a couple hundred dollars because that's all we could afford. Right. Um, and little by little, we have, you know, uh, purchased a number of of um, altcoins. Um, I love Ethereum. I love Bitcoin. I love several of the altcoins. Dash. We like Dash. We like Dash. Monero. We like Monero, Zcash. Um, so there's a lot of really great stuff out there, and it all seems overwhelming until you, um, until you take a look at it. And once you understand what blockchain technology does. It's not only great for financial transactions, it's wonderful for so many things like voting. If you vote, your vote isn't gonna be counted twice. If you're dead, you can't vote anymore. Um, you know, your, your identity. You can have certain people see certain things online, but you can also always have the ability to give people important information about yourself. You can set up smart contracts for wills and for work and for you can see where your food comes from if it's actually sustainably raised or organic or blood diamonds you don't want to buy those so you see where your diamond comes from um there's so much going on that i think blockchain will be we think this this is the paradigm we think this will shift the paradigm of i believe that absolutely this is the next uh, so i like when people like this is how i understand it in a simple term like i uh, you know, Andreas Antonopoulos says it's the internet of money. And I think that's a really cool thing to say. Yeah. And I wish I would have known that, you know, some simple things about it, like it's a protocol that basically allows you to transact with each other or trade peer to peer without, any without third a third party. So basically there's a huge responsibility card because what that means is you are your own personal bank now, almost kind of like if you had an offshore bank, this is it but it's on your phone and everybody has it so the cool thing is is no matter where you are in the world you can send bitcoin to each other and have it there within 15 30 minutes well i wouldn't say 15 well maybe an hour but Depends. let's just it's let's, not that it's not that um it's not that crazy right now people aren't jumping in to buy crypto like crazy right now but in december it took a long time for transactions to well, go well there's through. other all, but the idea of the blockchain let's so let's blockchain let's for, is quicker than any right, other right like we could use another type of altcoin like a dash or something that could be there far quicker or like yeah. a stellar lumens or whatever um or ripple or whatever these are ultra fast transactions that you can send money now or actually trade currency worldwide so what this does for business is you know imagine all of a sudden you're just making deals and not having to wait three weeks to get money to come through or to actually confirm anything or like hey half the deal went through or it didn't immediately now you're just doing business with each other on your own as your own boss as your own bank nobody can turn you off charge you fees for not having enough most it's, banks you know, when you send money like let's say internationally or large amounts of money uh, they will hold your money and use it for a few days and then spit it out and charge on the other interest end. off it and <laughs> cause people to go into debt off your money so it's like hey you it's give so the bank ten thousand bucks they can loan out a hundred thousand yeah how come they can do that it's, anyway so this this levels this playing field it makes it equal it's so let's talk about the hackable thing real quick. So this is what I think is really cool. Uh, people are like, well, uh, you know, the blockchain could, um, is easy to hack. It's like, actually, it's super hard to hack compared to a centralized source. So if you have something that's decentralized, you basically have to open every point at once 
the whole entire system, everybody that has it, that's holding the system up compared to one spot of attack. Right, and if you take down, let's say, if you have one point of weakness that you can that you can try to hack into, it's not going to destroy all the information in the other areas right. of of the hologram or of the of the network. You can't just attack one area and expect it all to go down because all these other places aren't directly connected. I love the analogy of somebody being like, well, to hack like a like let's say you wanted to rob a house and everybody that's a part of the system is the you know, is an, is a house within the house like a hologram in itself you know everything's a fractal you have to open them all at once to get the one thing in that one house but you have to open all the houses just to get the thing in the one house it's like that's crazy hard that's like having to hack a thousand computers and making yeah. them all open at once just to get the one little thing in the one little computer <laughs> in the store it's like really Whoa. all right go for it so um, it's really cool. It also seems like just when you forget about the money thing too, what it comes down to is being able to track stuff worldwide and knowing where it's going, even not even from like you're being spied on, but like the idea of not having to trust the other person because it prevents a double spending, but it also is showing exactly where things are going at all times. Like Right, an open, when you have an open blockchain, a public blockchain, you can see what's happening at all times. You can see how much uh, cryptocurrency is in everybody's account. You can see how much has been sent. You don't always know whose account it is, um, but sometimes, let's say Josh and I didn't know each other and we wanted to send each other $10 of Bitcoin. Once he knows my address, he knows it's me. He knows right. it's my address. So it's not anonymous. It's not creepy. And it's, uh, it's actually pretty straightforward and honest. There are privacy coins where you can try to mix some stuff up and make it uh, add that other you know the extra layer of anonymity um but i believe that you know the sec and the um and the who are the tax people oh the um, (laughs) irs IRS. i was like uh and the irs and the sec and everybody is going to be trying to stay a step ahead of all of this yeah they're kind of crapping their pants a little bit about it yeah like they're trying to become experts before the experts of this technology pull a fast one on them. That's what they're afraid of. They're always afraid to pull, of somebody pulling a fast one on them even though they... Are pulling a fast one. They're, they're the casino. <laughs> they're the casino. Like, the casino, like, you can't really win or you're, the casino can't stay afloat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like the odds are against you the whole time. We don't believe in this magic internet money, but when you have some, we're going to tax you right. for it. Well, the, the funny thing is... <laughs> if you find value in it, we find value Well, like, why should it. you make money and we're not? So that's the kind of funny thing. It's like, oh, once it, it was fake money until it hit 10 grand and then all of a sudden... <clears throat> but, you know, beyond all that, I, I like the idea of, I feel like this is going to revolutionize stuff because you do comedy, I do music, we wrote a book. Imagine it like this, anybody that's like the underdog or something you just want to create on your own, if you use the blockchain technology to release these kind of things, like we're doing a podcast right now, you know, like say eventually we put you the magician podcast on a blockchain that's not iTunes, that's not Spotify, that let's say if you wanted to live your life off these kind of things and you said, hey, could you, you know, it's 50 cents an episode, that goes directly to you instead of like five or six sharks biting off it as well. And you can go the punk rock route and give yeah. some and give something for what it's worth and get something for what it's worth. And, you know, there's not all these third parties just eating. I mean, that's been, that's, that's been the number one problem it seems with this the the tech it's like we've had this new tech but there's been all these intermediaries now with the blockchain it's like no no we actually don't need that now that it's worldwide instantaneous why am i using three or four people like 
and that's the same with multiple industries. Like you just can't live off that stuff anymore. It's almost like you're making art, but how am I going to live off this? Right. In a, in a simple equal sense. It's here. funny. I mean, even now it can be used for so many things. Even like like with booking or travel. I was just reading this article on CoinDesk, and it said um, that airlines and hotels and travel agents are all getting together and wanting to have information on a blockchain. So as soon as a ticket is sold or a room is booked, you know it's booked and it's booked everywhere. I mean, everyone knows this information. You don't have to go to a couple different places. You don't have to make sure that that information finally gets to you. You Like you can't double spend. That's, yeah, that was the big thing. Like, you, can't you can't double, double book. Right. You so can't double spend. You people have like, to money and give it away twice. Right. Like you basically, yeah, you can't sell the same thing <laughs> twice. And, and it's that's, I think, the biggest thing when you kind of understand that. You're like, oh, I understand how this is big. So think about problems. how many people have shown up somewhere and they're like, oh, I have this book. They're like, sorry, we don't this person's here I don't seem to have your record of anything that can't happen when you yeah. have like a set up blockchain when you install the information so totally um, um, alright well this is fun um, we talked a little bit about blockchain we talked a little bit about depression we did not touch on John McAfee yet we're going to do that next time yeah he's too good That's, there's we, that whole just, episode worth oh, we need yeah. to just talk about McAfee um, He's a, a mad genius. Oh, we did kind of describe him. We will say this. We'll talk about him next time. But his big thing is he his big attention getter is that, A, he invented the antivirus, the McAfee, McAfee antivirus, antivirus back in the 90s. Uh, and that is his claim to fame. Um, but also his other claim to fame now that he's into cryptos, even though he set up a crypto company and just left it. It was weird. He set it up and left it. Uh, his thing is like if Bitcoin will, if Bitcoin does not hit a million dollars by 2020, he'll eat his own dick. On so, live television. On television. So, <laughs> it's anyway, kind of a Black Mirror episode. We'll, yeah, we'll take yeah from the pig to the dick. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that next time. I think. Um. Awesome. See you soon. We'll talk a little more about blockchain. Probably a little depression. A little McAfee. We'll have some fun. Depression can be fun. Yay! Sunshine. Bye.